What is going on, everyone? Welcome back to Hit the Books, week 15 episode in the NFL, our season three, episode 16. Uh, in our third season, already rolling around, like Mackie said a couple weeks ago, the NFL season is flying by, already into week 15 this weekend coming up. Lots of stuff going on in the sports world. Bowl games are getting started back up. We just had the NBA in-season tournament uh, wrap up this past weekend. We're going to get into that. Uh, but other than that, welcome to Hit the Books, where we're going to cover all things NFL, college football, college basketball, NBA, NHL. Uh, we give out daily free plays and on all of our social media, so make sure you're staying tuned into that as well. Other than that, I'm going to hand things off to my two co-hosts that I'm joined by today. Mackie, I'll hand things off over to you first. How are we doing today? Yeah, doing well. Just uh, excited to be here. Coming off a nice win from the Cowboys against the Eagles. Pretty uh, pretty dominant fashion as well, so I'd uh, love to see that. Top of the NFC East right now. Um, but um, yeah, a few more games coming up. Big end of the season. Got a few uh, good matchups coming up for them, so uh, excited, excited for it. Absolutely. Ace, uh, also joined by Ace, back uh, with the three of us this week. No Jesse this week. Ace, how are we doing today? Yeah, not too bad. I mean, I got my Bruins playing while we're recording, so that's pretty hype. Um, other than that, came off a 6-0 and combined Sunday night football and Monday night football, so kind of rolling right there up above 10 units. Got to keep it that way and look for another green week. Ready to dive into it and get going. Absolutely. Yeah, we'll jump right into the NFL. Obviously, we had our power rankings released for the week 15 episode. Our week 15 in the NFL season, it goes as follows. Number five, the Kansas City Chiefs. Number four, the Philadelphia Eagles. Number three, the Baltimore Ravens. Number two, Mackey's Dallas Cowboys. And number one, those San Francisco 49ers will stay there at the number one spot. Um, I, I think it's a pretty good list this week. I think arguably a lot of people are going to say the Chiefs don't deserve to be in there. Personally, I don't think they deserve to be in there. But obviously, the way with who they have on their team, we obviously everyone's going to say with Mahomes, you still got to throw them in that top five. I don't think they're playing like a top five team right now. That's the one that I kind of have a little bit of an issue with is them sitting there at five. Obviously, you can make the argument that they could beat any of those teams in six, seven, eight, but I don't know. I think this list is definitely going to change up if Kansas City doesn't pick up a win this week, at least in my opinion. But uh, Mackie, I'll hand things off over to you. What do you think about the Week 15 power ranking? Yeah, I definitely agree with you on basically everything that you said, but the only thing is there's nobody that really deserves that five spot, in my opinion. I mean, we, the Dolphins choked this week. Terrible loss to the Titans, the 13-point favorites. Um, who else was I still think right they're now? a better team than the Chiefs, though. Who the Dolphins? Yeah, absolutely. I think the Dolphins are the biggest fraud. I think I I, I think that when the Cowboys play them, it's they're just kind of going to kind of roll them. But um, I I think I think um, there's nobody that actually wants to be there. The Lions. I mean, dropping one of the Bears. Who are you really going to put in there? The Jaguars haven't been playing the best football. Um, every team that's in contention for that five spot just is keeps losing. So. I mean, you're going to go with Pat Mahomes there in that situation. I know he's lost two straight, three out of four as well. You don't really see this often for Pat Mahomes. But um, at the end of the day, the Chiefs are, out of all those teams, the last team you want to see. Yeah, I agree with you there, Mac. Yeah, I mean, that's why I have the Eagles and the Chiefs rounding out our top five. Both have been taking some hits in the past few weeks. But um, you got to respect their, their roster and what they're able to do in the postseason in the past. And I still wouldn't want to see them. Two teams that I think are right outside of the top five, that, in my opinion, that could beat anybody in the top five as well. I think a healthy Jaguars team with Trevor Lawrence, they were rolling until he got hurt. If he can get back on the men, they will look like they were firing all cylinders. And I think the Buffalo Bills are playing good football as well. I think they're going to get back into the playoffs and maybe ruin someone's season uh, with an early round upset. I'd like to see both those teams get in. Um, CJ Stroud injury really hurting those Texans, pushing them outside the top 10, maybe even out of playoff contention now. So we have a lot to dive into this week, but I, I think it's a solid list for now. 
Yeah, I, I, Mackie, I kind of disagree with what you said, not wanting to see the Chiefs at all those teams on that list. I mean, even I, I'd, I'm more scared of the Ravens if I'm in the AFC than I am the Chiefs right now. No, no I didn't mean the Chiefs. I meant like the outside. teams that like were choosing over the Chiefs or that were choosing the Chiefs instead of like outside of the, the Lions. Five. I'd rather see the Chiefs and the Lions. The Dolphins, I'd rather see the Chiefs and the Dolphins. Even the Jaguars right now, I'd rather see the Chiefs and the Jaguars. Um, what about yeah, the Chiefs the or Ravens, the Bills? Definitely. I'd rather see the Chiefs or I'd rather see the Bills 100%. I don't know. I about think that. the Bills are that dark right. horse. Yeah, I might eat those words going coming on a Sunday, but um, because Cowboys have to go into Buffalo this week, but that's gonna be a good game. But um, yeah, I I'd, I'd rather go into Buffalo than go into Arrowhead. Yeah, you're not wrong there. That that Chiefs defense ran by Spagnuolo, they can start snapping at any given moment. We haven't seen Travis Kelsey pop. I feel like they're saving it for the playoffs, but only one game up on those pesky Broncos now. So. Let's get into it this week. I, I know they got a game against my Patriots to get the, right the ship, but uh, a lot of these divisions tightening up. Real yeah, quick, we'll get right quick. Puff, how far, how off do you think, uh, how far down that list do you think the Broncos are? I mean, they could be sniffing that top five. They're top, they're, yeah, dude, they're definitely, right. they're going to, they could win that division. That's what I'm saying. I'm not sold on this Chiefs team. The Broncos are going to win this fucking division. They're going to lose. Ace is laughing, team. dude. I when, think it's when, crazy. When the but... Chiefs win this week and the Broncos lose this week, it'll, it'll look normal. The Broncos are in the biggest trap spot this week against the Lions. We'll get into that. So I'm going to hammer the Broncos again this week. A little uh, early look on it. My picks trying to get signed in so I can take a look at these uh, at the slate for this week. So we'll jump right into the Thursday night game, uh, which is Chargers Raiders Chargers heading to Vegas. Vegas, a three and a half point favorite Vegas minus 164 on the money line and the over unders at 34 and a half. Uh, tough game, obviously. Easton Stick is going for uh, uh, the LA Chargers with uh, Justin Herbert done for the year. Uh, like uh, me and Ace said, I think that's more just done until Brandon Staley isn't the coach anymore. Um, but I, in this spot, I'm I'm going to go with the Raiders. I think that uh, they're going to get the job done at home. I don't love three and a half earlier in this week. Earlier this week, before it was three and a half when Herbert was officially rolled out with the injury, I was looking at the Raiders. I love them as a slam spot here, but now with the three and a half, I don't like it as much. Probably going to be a no touch game. Maybe a Brandon, J- or a J- I always say Brandon Jacobs, Josh Jacobs, anytime touchdown probably will find its way on there for me. Um, but other than that, I don't really love too much going in this game. Probably just kind of find a Jacobs prop and go with it. Ace, I'll hand things off over to you for Thursday night football. Yeah, what what a unexciting game from what we could have had at the beginning of the season. Two teams I feel like they had pretty high aspirations with a lot of superstars on both sides of the ball. Um, I'll tell you what, I'm not taking a side in this game. I don't trust Aiden O'Connell. I don't trust Easton Stick. Not, we're not talking about the one we use as young hockey players. But uh, I think I'm going to be looking into the props again, do some prop shopping for you guys. So definitely check in the Thursday night card. But I don't, I don't know what to expect in this one. I really have to dive in and research it. I think yeah, Josh definitely Jacobs is the safest play in my opinion. This is your basic Thursday night football game where it's just two shit teams that you really don't want to watch. But um. Yeah, no Keenan Allen, no Justin Herbert for the Chargers. I'm gonna go with the Chargers here. I watched that Raiders game last week, and I don't understand how you can how they can be three point favorites against anybody. I don't care who they're playing. Um, Easton Stick. Okay, don't get me wrong, he didn't look good, but he didn't look absolutely awful last week for the Chargers. Um, I think that they can pull this one out. You know, it's a divisional matchup. It's gonna be a really ugly game. Um, I I don't see a lot of points. I like the under as well. I was I was uh, gonna get into that as well, but I think the Chargers can win this game. Not going to see it on my card, but um, I think they I think they're going to win this game, and I, I like the under thirty four and a half. Yeah, I agree with both your takes on your guys' sides. That's why I'm not touching either side because it really could go either way. But Mackie, I feel like you brought up a great point there. Last week's game, we almost had the first zero zero game in modern NFL history. I think the last time it happened was like nineteen forty eight. 
Um, and the Vikings' and defense sucks. And now he's yeah. got to go. So does, the, so does the Raiders, really. Yeah. It does. Well, you mean Chargers? Chargers, yeah. Yeah, the Chargers' defense does suck, but I mean, they also just beat the Patriots 6 0. No, I'm saying the, the Raiders' the Raiders defense last week in the Vikings' 3 0 game. They oh, had three oh, points, you're saying, and they're yeah. a weak defense. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They okay. actually played pretty thought, well. Yeah. But I yeah, think it was inefficient a... quarterback play in both games, really. And I feel like we're going to see that again from Aiden O'Connell. So that's why I can't put too much into these Raiders. Um, like I said, just going to be prop shopping for this one. Yeah, I, I'm probably not going to have a play on this game. Like I said, if anything, it's just going to be a Jacobs prop. So we'll just move right into We do have, like I said, some Saturday games this week. Uh, we'll get into our first Saturday game, the Saturday 1 o'clock game, which is the Minnesota Vikings. Going with Nick Mullins under center, heading to Cincinnati to take on uh, Mackey's boyfriend, Jake Browning, in the Cincinnati Bengals. Bengals are a two-and-a-half-point favorite in the over-under, sitting at an even 40. Uh, this is a, another tough game to bet. Obviously, Jake Browning and the Bengals are riding high. They keep picking up wins, uh, and he's looked really good. A lot of money's on the Bengals here. It doesn't seem like a lot of people have faith in Mullins to come into, or come into Cincinnati and pick up the win. I don't really have a side on this one. I'm going to jump back onto my Joe Mixon anytime touchdown prop that I was riding earlier on in the year. Get back on that. I'm just hoping Mixon can find pay dirt for me. Uh, Mackie, which way are you going on this one? Vikings, Bengals. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Bengals here. Huff, you don't like that Jake Brown is coming in playing good football, <laughs> huh? He's coming in playing better football than your star quarterback over there in Pittsburgh. I just, no, here's what, here's what no I don't like. I had a future on the fucking, I had a future on the Bengals, and then they fucking got hurt, so now I'm like, fuck the Bengals again. I fully bought into them. They got I, Joe Burrow got hurt. Fuck them. I don't care about them anymore. I, I, dude, I think that they could still make a. Okay, don't get me wrong. They're don't not win say the we could have hit that bet. Don't get me wrong. We're gonna, we're gonna, you're not gonna. But there could be a good situation where we can cash out of it. But um, I think that this team right now can go in and maybe squeak out a playoff win. I think that that they're, they're, they're good enough to at least get into the playoffs. Matters who they'll match up with because that that entire AFC right now is a blunder. You have no idea what's gonna happen. So. Um, you can't even predict anything right now. But I think that this team is actually still good enough to find a way into the playoffs and maybe squeak out a win. And then you can get a cash out opportunity. But I do like this minus three right here. I don't think uh Viking I think the Vikings are really struggling at the quarterback position completely on offense. Um and I think the the Bengals just have a little more going right now. Um both teams need a big win here. So I am gonna go with the, the stronger team in my opinion, the Bengals. Yeah, the if I had to pick a side, I definitely agree. The Vikings are fucking morally dead. They've now floated between quarterbacks back and forth a couple of weeks. You win a three nothing game last week. I mean, does that that's a moral victory, I guess you could say, but on paper, that's just not a good win at all. Uh I obviously I definitely lean the Bengals here with the two and a half points, but I don't know if I'm gonna have a play on this one. If I do, it's definitely gonna be the Bengals. I might make a I was already looking at a Saturday teaser of all three of these games, so I'll get into that after we uh Talk about Wait, these huff, three games. I'll hand huff, things off let, over let, to Ace, though. Go ahead. Yeah, let, let me jump in here. Let's not be so quick to to write this game off. Both of these teams are in the thick of the playoff hunt. The Vikings with that 3 nothing win, not only was it a moral victory, but that was massive. It brought them right back into the NFC playoff look. I think they're the seventh seed right now. Um, if not, they're tied for it. And then the Bengals are sitting one game back with a lot of these teams playing each other. I know they're not too exciting, and this Dobbs or Mullins-led offense has kind of been uh, ugly the last few weeks. No Justin Jefferson as well, but I like the Vikings to get the job done here this week. I think they're going to make the playoffs. I don't think Jake Browning and the Cincinnati Bengals are. Crucial game for both teams. Whoever wins has a very good shot at making the playoffs. If you lose, you're basically out. Maybe not in that NFC because you can be sub-500. Nah, not, not Minnesota. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying, but I I, I think that the, the Vikings find a way to win this game on the road. The Bengals, I don't think Jake Browning keeps it up. I know he did it again this week, 
But I think it's just a facade. I know Joe Burrow's got his family up in the booth with that VIP box, but I think the Vikings are coming to town and taking a win. I'm going to go with the skull on the money line here. Mac, you let me know what you think on the on that one. Yeah, I think he has some good. I just don't think that Jake Browning's even going to have to do that much to win this football game. I think he he can have a pretty mediocre performance and still find a way. I mean, we saw the Vikings game last week, but I just don't know what happened to this Vikings team. I mean, even when Josh Dobbs came in, he was playing really good football. They were connecting. They were putting up points. Then they take a 12 to 10 loss at home against the Bears. Last week, they couldn't put up a point until there's two seconds left on the board, and it wasn't even Josh Dobbs. So um, I don't I, I don't know what happened to that Vikings team. I actually had a lot of faith in them, but they're looking like the worst team, one of the worst teams in the league right now. What's crazy is they've been playing bad football since coming out of there by the 49ers and most of the league do the opposite. 49ers look like the best team in football coming out of there by. I think the Vikings forgot how to play offense after they had a bye week, and Josh Dobbs or Mullins, whoever it is, has to figure it out. Must win game this week. Vikings on the money line. I might card it, but Huff, I love that mixed in TD as well. Had it last week. Um, I think this game could be pretty pretty entertaining. Yeah, I keep taking him off. I don't know why. What, I, last week I didn't do. I didn't really go with any player props. I was trying to keep it easy, and I just got fucking torched. So probably going back to the way I normally bet this week. But uh, yeah, we'll jump into this second game. My Steelers getting a Saturday uh, afternoon game at four thirty in Indianapolis. Steelers at Colts. Colts are a one and a half point favorite, minus 120 on the money line. Steelers plus 102 and the over-unders at 42 and a half. Um, I want the Steelers to lose this game, so that tells me they're going to win this game. There's Neither of you can convince me either way on this. Steelers do not know how to properly tank. We lost two games to two win teams. We'll go into Indy and win this game by three. It's not going to be a blowout. At no point is it going to be a fucking done deal. Steelers will squeak this thing out. Indianapolis isn't that good of a team. I've had faith in them. They burnt me last week in Cincy. Give me the Steelers to win this game. I don't like it. I probably won't card it. Yeah, I'm right there with you, Huff, on not carding anything because for some reason it's screaming to me that I want the Col- that I have the Colts to win this game. I think they, they handle them very well. That defense is stepping up. Gardner Minshew looks good with that offense. The receivers are balling out. I, I think they, they win this terrible game. terrible last week. Did you watch last week? No, I didn't watch their game last week. Yeah, they look terrible. Who would they play again? In Cincy against Browning. They let Browning. Oh, yeah, no, I, I, did, I did watch that game. But yeah, their defense Shoot is weak. For, for some reason, I think they got this game this week against the Steelers, but you know what I'm not going to do is bet against the Pittsburgh Steelers. It's burnt me too many times. And like you said, they win games that you don't think they're going to. So I, I personally don't think the Steelers are getting in the playoffs. I thought the Colts, out of all not. these bubble teams, maybe have one of the better chances to get in. I don't really know. I mean, I know we're talking about this game right now, but real quick, who do you guys think gets in in this AFC bubble bubble playoff race? That seven seeds really up for grabs. Denver. Houston. Um, no, I think, I think the Houston Browns. Play. I think the Browns will make it. They're they're I think eight the, and five No, the right Browns now, are like a six. The six it. seed though, Mackie. They're already. I think I'm already counting them. I seriously yeah, think okay. uh, you you guys think I'm crazy for saying the Broncos could win that division. I seriously think the Broncos can win that division, and if they don't, they're in the playoffs. I'm gonna go Broncos Bengals. Browns, Broncos, Bengals. I got uh, the Bills. Yeah, I don't know how you could. I mean, the Bills schedule, right? Yeah, well, we'll get back to it as we get to these teams. But, Mackie, let me, let me hear your take on this Colts and Steelers game. Kind of a toss-up for me. Yeah, two teams that, like, need a win right now. I just don't think that either of them really deserve it. Deserve it. I don't think either of these teams should make the playoffs. But, um... I mean, it's so Steelers to lose two straight games to two win teams and then go in in a must-win situation and get the job done, even even though it's on the road. I mean, I'm going to go with Mike Tomlin here. That's what I'm going to do. I'm gonna, I think Mike Tomlin finds a way to get a win here. 
they lose this game. They're sitting at seven and seven after they were seven and four. Uh, Mike Tomlin's not going to let the season, not, not going to let them throw away the season. Like got to get a winning record for Mike T. But this too. isn't He's this isn't this isn't the record. game that you're putting all your money on. Like you're not confident on. You could see either side coming. Absolutely out not. Absolutely not. I'm doing this for the sake of conversation. You will not see the Steelers on my card. But I think that they do get it done. I think they do. I think that both of these teams are uh, are very mediocre at best. And I I don't know. I, I'm gonna go with the coach here. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. We have one more game on this Saturday slate. Like I said, the Denver Broncos visiting the Detroit Lions. Broncos a plus four now. This was opened up at five and a half, so it's already dropping. Uh, Lions minus 198 on the money line. Broncos plus 166, and the over-unders at 47 and a half. I already said Broncos my play of the week, plus four. Might sprinkle the money line. I also have them in a teaser. I'm all over the Broncos in this spot. Uh, Jared Goff hasn't looked good. The, the, so the, what the Lions do, and I've been on the Lions a lot this year, when you bet on the Lions, if it's against a top 10 rushing defense, you're going to lose. They got crushed by the Bears last week. They, we saw what they did against the Bears in Detroit a couple of weeks ago. Teams that are against the Saints, a lot of these teams that have been really good at stopping the run, they've been able to contain Detroit. I think Denver's offense does more than enough to win this game. Give me the Broncos with the points and the money line. Mackie, which way are you going on this one? Yeah, I'm going to lean the Broncos as well, but I why do you think this was a trap? I, I think, if anything, it's more you're going to see more money on the Broncos. Um, I, I just think this is such an easy spot for people to be like, Detroit's at home, Detroit's back home, give me the Lions. I mean, dude, this Broncos team, I, I think by now people understand that they're they're legit and they're uh, they're they're one of the best teams in the league right now. They've won six out of seven. People, it doesn't matter. People still think Russell Wilson is like playing like he is you're last right, year. You're right. You're right. It's, you gotta it think, truly you gotta, doesn't matter. They still think, think he's a tank quarterback. You got to think the public mind here. So. Yeah. But um, yeah, I'm going to go with the Broncos as well. I'm probably going to take them on the money line. You're probably going to see it on my card as well. Um, I, I do like Jared Goff. I like this Lions team, but they just haven't looked that good. They have not looked steady enough. Um, and this Broncos team has looked steady. Um, you, you could see, you, you could see the Lions come in here and win this game by 14 points. It wouldn't really surprise me, but I'm going to go with consistency here. I think the Broncos have been just playing better football. Um, they're, ge- they're mesh, they're gelling more. Sean Payton has, has really come together with this team. They're just fully, uh, they went full circle on this team. They were one in five. Um, in shambles, and ever since that seventy to twenty loss, man, I mean, this team's completely different. So, um, I'm gonna go with the Broncos here. I think the wrong team's favorited, to be honest. Yeah, I, I think I think this is a good matchup. <clears throat> My bad. Two teams that uh, I haven't been too high on this year, and they've just been winning games. So, can't really go wrong. I think it's gonna be a shootout. Honestly, my favorite play here isn't over. I think that Broncos defense plays really well, but they can put points up too. And I think that. That's the one thing that the Lions you know, always do. I know last week they kind of struggled in a letdown spot. Let's not look into that game too much. That was a divisional matchup. These two teams see each other a lot. And the Bears really should have beat them the first time they matched up. So kind of owed them one there. I'm, I'm leaning on the Lions here. Don't know if I'm going to pick a side on this one because those Broncos, like you guys have said, you guys have been saying it all along and I've been staying away just because they've been playing great football. I'm um, not trying to bet against the team. I usually bet with the streak. So. I think that there's some good points here, though. Personally, um, I think that Russell Wilson he has been he has been putting up good air yards and good numbers, playing smart football too. If you look at his completion percentage each game, it's like 15 of 19. If you look at the bottom of the ticker, he's just throwing smart balls. Two well coached teams. One thing I'm really interested to see is how Dan Campbell bounces back following a divisional loss. Big home game, prime time spot on a Saturday night against a Broncos team who's surging, but you're also looking to secure your division and get a good seed. Crucial game, Sean Payton versus Dan Campbell, two of the best coaches in the NFL this year. I'm leaning on the Lions here. I know you guys are on the Broncos, but I think this one could go either way. I, I expect some good points in a Saturday night football game. 
Here's a here's a conversation starter. If the Lions lose this game, is Dan Campbell not the favorite for coach of the year anymore after losing two straight towards the end of the year? Yeah, no, he can't be because he has too many losses. What are the what are the rankings like? What are the odds on everything? I'm right trying now? to pull it up right now. I don't have the odds on on Fanduel. I don't think be, it I honestly, I honestly think Sean Payton should be in that running. I agree. It depends on these it's, next few weeks for everybody. The past, the, I know the last time I looked, the fa- this was like two weeks ago. It was Dan Campbell and D'Amico Ryan's were the top two, and obviously the last two, last two weeks they've both been struggling a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. With yeah. those, those uh, are good picks. Early on, there's a lot of good picks. Now, I think it, is it going to have to fall into one of those guys who just like has a great season now? Yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like it, I Ra- feel if the Ravens crazy. finishes the one seed in the NFL. See, I think they look at more like the. T- I mean, obviously, I don't know what the fuck they look at. I just feel like they value more like the Broncos were asked last the year. They bring in a, they bring in a new yeah they bring in a new head coach and they make the like if they win the division Peyton's coach of the year for sure. Yeah, what about sure. what about Stefanski with all of the quarterback controversy throughout the year? That's another that's another good one. Yeah, I just I don't know. I I feel like no one ever talks about him when you talk about like the top coaches. And in the look NFL, at their record you know I mean? too. Yeah, you know, they just keep winning games. You don't talk about D'Amico Ryan's as the top coach in the league either. So it's just because he's a first year with a rookie quarterback, it's like never been done before. So, Hoff, you, re- you really think it could yeah. be someone like those those Colts that are coming with Minshew, or like if the Bengals can get him I, with Browning? I feel like it's yeah. I feel like it's almost like more impressive for a coach to do that with a team like that than it is to just be like, all right, I've been the coach of the I'm Ravens the for twelve years. Yeah. It's another ten and six year. You know what I mean? Like we won the division again, like that kind of stuff. It's like you guys were favored to win the division, like you know what I mean? Like that kind of stuff. I don't but think I, I don't know. I think uh, yeah. with everything that they've had going on over there. Yeah, I agree. I, I definitely think that's a good thing. Bringing in right? Joe Flacco I mean, and inserting him so quickly, I mean, that's... Can I get turn on the Penguins real quick? Robert Sala had the chance to be coach of the year, and him and Zach Robert Wilson Sala had it slipped in week one. <laughs> in week two, I mean. No, but think about it. If yeah, you could have brought the Zach say, Wilson-led Jets to the playoffs... I was going to say, going into week two, Robert Sala definitely was the favorite for... Head coach of the year after a big upset win with Zach Wilson in in the under center. Yeah, yeah, that Crazy. fell off a cliff pretty quick, didn't it? <laughs> then they went to Dallas and lost by fucking forty nine points. <laughs> Everybody does that nowadays. That was just a rite of passage in the NFL. Like, yeah, it's like yeah, the cool thing. You go to Dallas, you got to lose by thirty. <laughs> That's why it's oh, so all right for the playoff game. But yeah, let's get into this Sunday, Huff. Yeah, Sunday slate. A little bit smaller of a Sunday slate, obviously, with a couple of games on Saturday. So we'll jump into our first 1 o'clock game, an NFC matchup where the Tampa Bay Buccaneers head to Lambeau to take on the Green Bay Packers. Packers are a three and a half point favorite, minus 184 on the money line, and the over-unders at 41 and a half. In this game, obviously, Buck coming off a huge win against the Atlanta Falcons last week. Ace, you were on them there. Great pick there. Take the lead in the division. That division, I think you said it is an absolute clusterfuck with three teams at what? Seven and six? Seven and seven? Six and seven. Six and it's fucking, it's a mess. But I, I don't know. I think, and then obviously the Packers coming off a tough Monday night loss to, to Tommy DeVito and the Giants. I think this is a good spot for the Packers to get back in the fight for the NFC playoffs. At home, they've been very good at home in December. You've seen all those Matt LaFleur stats. He's now like fucking 18 and one, which I honestly think sounds a little better than 18 and 0. Like, I know it's not, but I like knowing that there's that one loss in there just to get it out of the way. I think the Packers bounce back on their home field here. Don't love the spread. I might throw the Packers in a money line parlay this week. I love those minus 170, minus 180 prices for the money line parlays. Might go with the Packers here just to win this game. Uh, Ace, are you going with the Bucks two weeks in a row? 
I, I really am. I think they're the team that's going to go on and win this division. As we watch more and more of this NFC South, we thought it was going to be the Saints. I mean, it still could be anybody. I think the, the Falcons still too young. Panthers, obviously, worst team in the NFL. But the Bucks look like that team. Mike Evans is playing out of his mind. I know he had a down week last week. I think he only had one catch, which is crazy. Rashad White, top 10 running back. Guy finds the end zone time in and time out. Um, I know it's a tough spot. It's always a tough spot for the Bucks because they're not that good of a team. So they're going to have to grind out a win. I think Baker Mayfield gets into the playoffs this year. Um, I don't know. I, I know I have the Saints on a long shot from the preseason, but they're not too exciting to me. I'd like the Bucks to go into to Lambeau this week and get the, get the win here. I, I don't think Jordan Love and the Packers are making the playoffs this year. No Aaron Jones. Um, a lot of question marks and injuries all throughout the field. And I personally like that LaFleur got the loss because that means he can lose now. So we can confidently bet against him. Even though Huff and I, we did say we like the Giants on Monday Night Football last week. Don't let you forget it. But um, yeah, Giants are so good in the prime time. Take the Giants with the points in the prime time. They usually I can't believe neither of us carded it. I can't believe neither of us yeah, carded no, that. that. I know. We talked about it all week. But then, um, yeah, Mackie, do you like the Bucks here? You think they're going to end up winning this division? You think they can go on the road as dogs? This week? You know, I think that they can still lose this game and probably still win that division. Um. I don't know. I don't know. I just I think that Bucks team is just so inconsistent. They're one one game they're good, one game they're trash. But um, I'm gonna go with the Packers here. I think it's one of those situations where the Packers are coming off an underwhelming performance, and the Bucks are coming off a pretty big uh road win, road division win against the Atlanta Falcons. Not a lot of people going to Atlanta and win. So um, that was a pretty big win. So I think it kind of they kind of both level out here. I think the Packers find a win here. I think uh, Packers play a lot different at home. They're a winning team at home. They don't play good football on the road. They're just coming off a Monday night performance where it's prime time. You're on the road um, against a, an underwhelming team. It's just a bad scenario to be in, and they fall on their, fall flat on their faces. That's a young quarterback. But, you know, I like their spot here. I, I think that uh, I don't think the Packers are really going to make the playoffs either, but I think they're going to stay in the, in the mix of it. I, under, I underestimated this team coming into the season. I do like this Packers team. I like Jordan Love. I think he's definitely still uh, – young and inexperienced but i think he he uh he he has a lot of promise so i think they're gonna find a win here um baker's gonna have a tough day up there and and holds lambo so um yeah give me the packers here three and a half point spread's kind of tough though i think this is a good parlay piece um i might might play the three and a half but i do really like the packers here i'm I'm gonna find a way to um get this on my card i mean yeah i was thinking i make hard bucks money line it's, I mean, plus one fifty four. That's definitely a good price. Yes, I mean, you're hitting with it. You're hitting in a plus money. I mean, what, it's great. It's a well great. It's a great money line play. I mean, last I week though, I would have been. I would have been tight if I missed out on the plus points when they lost by two, but they pulled out the victory. But, yeah, it's a crazy game. Real quick, Huff. Uh, no, we don't need a long answer on this one. But while we're here, who do you think that has the highest ceiling in the NFC South? I I think it's the Bucks. Personally, they have the most talent. I think it, um, I think it is. I think the highest ceiling is the Bucks. I thought the Falcons were just going to win that spot at home last week. Uh, yeah, the Saints same. have a winnable game this week. So I mean, if the Bucks win, I think the Saint the Saints are a six point favorite. That's the next game we're getting into. So I think this division is going to stay pretty tight the way whole way yeah, to the man. end. Realistically, I think the Saints have the highest ceiling, but I do, I do like the. They have the worst quarterback. They they arguably have the worst quarterback in the division. What? The worst quarterback in the division? Do you know that Bryce Young is in that division? I'd take Bryce Young over Derek. No, you would. You would take Bryce Young over Derek Carr. I would take Bryce Young over Derek Carr. Right hand up to God. Oh my God! I think everybody. Derek Carr looks brutal. 
Guys, okay, I understand Derek Carr is playing very bad football. You could not possibly, you could not possibly understand. Like you, you do not watch Panthers games if you would actually Twitch, take Twitch Bryce role. Young over any other. Yeah, but quarterback look at the, the situation league. he's in. I don't care. Twitch watch role. him play football. Put him Switch behind the seats. Oh, line. I promise you, the Panthers have more than one win. I promise. The Panthers you. have I the worst roster in the NFL. I completely disagree. I promise you they've lost no, i would take I the number Jones one pick over Derek carr everything. every time yeah give me the young That's guy like from alabama <laughs> have a random person go watch football go watch that quarterback and tell me he's a number one overall pick. do you know There's what Derek carr would look like behind the panthers o-line imagine Derek carr better than the bryce panthers young O-line. imagine bryce young behind that the saints team i i mean they're they're worse yeah, he's so much better if two he three wins. olave kamara a pro bowl lineman this is a not a running back in his backfield. He doesn't have Miles Sanders behind him. There's actually a run threat with Alvin Kamara. You have two receivers, a veteran tight end, a legit line, and a defense you can trust. He would be in a much better situation in New Orleans. Bro, they have Jameis behind him. Why don't they just throw Jameis? Jameis is, is better than Bryce they don't, Young. They too. don't like Jameis. They, they don't like Jameis. I don't think he Dude, Bryce Young is terrible. I'm not, even, I'm not even trying to back up Derek Carr. I don't think Derek Carr is playing good football at all. I think he's playing terrible football. You're, you think the ships are already sailed on Bryce Young? You think this early into his career on the worst no, team in the NFL, he's no, done? I didn't say that. I'm saying right now, if you put Bryce Young and you switch their, 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 their players, okay, yeah, if you want to actually trade these players, yeah, you're going to take Bryce Young because he's 22 years old. Yeah, yeah. But if you're taking right now, you're one year, one year, this year, give me Bryce Young. No, I'll take Bryce Young. Absolutely not. I think the Saints would agree with you. Did you not see that old (laughs) lineman fighting with Derek Carr last week? (laughs) They don't pick him up anymore. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not even like, I'm not trying to defend Derek Carr at all. I'm just, that that's a crazy. I think I think Bryce Young is the worst quarterback. Dude, I'm not gonna lie. Though, I Zach thought Wilson. when I said that, I thought you were gonna jump at me about the Falcons quarterbacks because I didn't really think about them. Yeah, me too. I was like, yeah, Desmond Ritter. Desmond Ritter, Derek Carr is better than Desmond Ritter. All right, I'll yeah, take Derek Carr than Desmond Bryce Young. You can't honestly tell me you wouldn't rather Bryce Young than, than Derek Carr this year. I, I'm I'm astonished that you do. You don't understand. Like I'm I'm mind blown that you would take Bryce. I think I would take Desmond Ritter over Bryce Young too. Oh, that's asinine. Yeah, you're, you got them all out of order. That's I just told you terrible. I think he's the worst quarterback in the league. I think the four worst quarterbacks are Bryce Young, Zach Wilson, Kenny Pickett, and Desmond Ritter. Oh, Mac Jones escapes, dude. Let's go. <laughs> oh, five. Okay, there's five right there. Okay, I'll he's kick not, out. I'll kick he's out Kenny in the NFL after this I'll, year. So yeah. well, actually, you got to you got to say Bailey Zap. You got to say Bailey Zap because we're talking about starters. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, okay. I'll take Bailey Zap over all those guys. All right. Let's get into the. All right. Game we will get Mackie into this New Derek Orleans Carr. Saints game. Yeah, Mackie, your boy Derek Carr coming into this guys, game as a six-point favorite against your New York Giants. It's a tough spot for you. Where do you go on this one? With the Saints as a two seventy-five uh, minus two seventy-five on the money line, and the over/under is thirty-nine and a half. I like the Saints to cover the number here. I've been burnt by the Saints a million times. Not going to card it because Derek Carr fucking sucks. Not going to card it. Saints are a good money line piece. They'll win this game. Oh my God. You can't just say all that and then bet on the Saints. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm fucking with you. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I like the Saints here too. I mean, Saints kind of just tore apart that Panthers team. They kind of, um, it was a close game for the, for the, for three quarters, I think. But um, towards the end of the game, the Saints just kind of took off rosters better and everything, you know, nothing to do with the quarterback or anything. But um, yeah, Giants coming off an overwhelming performance. I think that they kind of get, uh, get, um, they come back down to life a little more. Tommy Cutlets kind of comes back down to life a little more. He's playing pretty good football, but uh, this is a pretty good defense. Um, Saints, Saints, Saints should cover six point two. This is a pretty big game for them too. But um, yeah, what do you guys think, or what do you think, Ace? 
I think I, I think the Saints do win this game. Like if I had a survival pick, I'd take them. I took them in my survival last week. Um, but I don't think they can cover that point. I mean, they could, but the odds of it are very slim. I mean, I think Saquon Barkley has the chance to take over this whole game and win it for him. He kind of did it last week. Him and DeVito combined went for almost 200 yards and three touchdowns on the ground. So I I like, I like think that the Giants have a chance to cover. I took them on the money line last week. This was a primetime game in New York. Give me the Giants, but it's not, and they're not really playing for much. And like you said, DeVito and them are playing high. They got to come back to earth a little bit. Give me the Saints here. I think they're going to win. That's a money line piece, but not not with those points. So what do you guys think of DeVito? Uh, I think he's an elite backup. He's never going to be a starting quarterback. I think Go the Giants you. are scarier with him than with Daniel Jones. No, I, I do too, which is crazy because you just gave Daniel Jones $90 million. But mm-hmm. um, it's, what's crazy is there's, there's radio hosts here comparing him to like win sanity. And mm-hmm. I, I just think that's absolutely <laughs> asinine. I mean, he had 13 completions for 140 yards last game. Like, relax. But he ran for Jeremy 90. Lynn was putting up like he ran 47 for in the garden against Kobe. Jeremy, Jeremy Lynn shook off, or no, no, that was, that was in the Lakers. But no, this he is called like, off Kobe. He called the Jeremy ball. Jeremy Lynn Kobe. called off Kobe and drained a three. And that was only in, that was in LA. That wasn't even in New York. So, yeah, when he was all over TV. No, but I, I think DeVito's playing up to his ability. I think he'll be an elite backup quarterback down the road. I like what he does with his feet. It gives you that whole other option. Good backup quarterback to Daniel Jones. Good scheme fit, honestly. But, um, yeah, I think they would only win this game in the prime time. Um, I think he's going to stick around as a backup. Not much more. Good story, yeah. though. I agree. I, I don't know. I agree more about the Saints winning. I, I kind of think DeVito's going to be decent. I want to like him. I I mean, how you how you gonna explain the winning record? How do you not like him? Like, how do you not root for that dude? It's so yeah, funny. I his fucking his mother. <laughs> it's sick. I like it. All right. Uh, I think yeah, we're all on the Saints there. Mostly to win that game. Mackie said they could cover the spread. Another divisional matchup with the NFC South. The uh, other teams in the NFC South. The Atlanta Falcons heading to Carolina to take on the Panthers. Uh, Falcons coming to this game is a three-point favorite, minus 168 on the money line, and the over-under is at 34. Um, I do like the Panthers in this spot. Uh, I think they cover the number. Falcons can't cover a spread. Give me the Panthers plus the points. I don't love the money line. I could tease the Panthers up a little bit this week. I don't know if I'm actually going to go with it. I do like them plus the points. I might take this. Uh, Give me the Panthers with the three. I'd like it to be three and a half. I think the Panthers get another win here, get their second win under their belt. I I like the under... I, I, I like I the play. I kind of do. I'm not going to lie. I, I think I, I do kind of like the Panthers here. But um, I don't know. I've kind of, I feel like I've been taking them a few times. But, I mean, they're a 1-12 team. How are you going to really take you them? You called their only win of the season, though. You I did call their only win of the season. But I've also lost on them more than I've won that one yeah. win. You know I almost I mean? took their spread last week in, in New Orleans, but plus Wait, six. Matthew, and I you took that on Bryce Young? I bet on the pay. Well, yeah, I won on Bryce Young. <laughs> it's like you <laughs> just bet on on. Just like you just bet on New Orleans. Yeah, no, I know. I get it. Um, yeah, but I, I think this is a very underwhelming game. Massive spot for the Falcons. I don't know how you think the Panthers have a chance of winning this one. I don't think they do at all. I think the Falcons win this game and keep themselves in the playoff race till the end of it, just like the other thing. I mean, that's, exa- okay. that's exactly Dude, they, why they, the Falcons lose this game is because it's a huge game for them, and all they do is lose games. All they need these to win. NFC South teams, I mean, they just lose games that they need to win. I, mean, I, I you could literally see all three of those teams lose games. This I week think all three win this week, though. Eight. I think all three win this. They could very well, but I don't know. I mean, that's, that's I would like to see all three win this week. That'd be that'd make for a good storyline down the stretch. That's for. A I lot think it'd be funnier if they all lost. I think and it'd be we're hilarious. still tied personally. I think, it, 
I think it's more realistic to be honest. Puff, I think it's yeah. I think you did a good job carding Bijan lately with a touchdown because I think he's gonna start getting that gravy turn <laughs> towards the end of the season to make sure he gets into that rookie of the year conversation. Yeah, I didn't really think is he kinda like in the race for that? Who's the offense's gotta be running away? Yeah. It's gotta be yeah, CJ Stroud. And speaking of CJ Stroud, we will get into this next. Really? For the Packers? I feel like he could be now. He's been getting touchdowns for a few years. Yeah, he keeps scoring. Yeah, true. But like I said, getting over to CJ Stroud and the Houston Texans. Texans are heading to Tennessee this week to take on the Titans. Titans are a minus two and a half point favorite. Uh, Minus 144 on the money line and over under 37 and a half. Titans coming off a huge Monday night comeback against Miami in Miami. Uh, down 14 with five minutes left. I saw a stat that the teams that did that were like, oh, and fucking, I don't even know. It was a huge number, triple digits, and the Titans were the first team to come back in that uh, amount of time with that point deficit. Huge win. I think they're riding high. Give me the Texans here to get a win. Does anybody else hate these South divisions? Like the yeah. AFC and the NFC. Like, I, I like just, the like, AFC South so, a lot. I actually really like the AFC They're South. just, I hate these games, man. Like, what is this spread? <laughs> I don't know, Ace. What do you Is think? Really, playing? I don't know. He's not. He hasn't practiced yet this week. He's still in concussion protocol. Yeah, my He's Texans pick is airing on the side of him playing, but obviously that spread will I'll, change. I'll tell you what. I, I'm probably not going to have a play on this one. I, I might just go with the Henry touchdown, like we've been doing. Ace, you've been ripping it on the card. It's been so profitable, but I, I don't know. I, I don't really like this game at all. Yeah, no. But CJ Stroud, if he plays in this game, I guarantee a win from the Texans this week. If he does not, I guarantee a loss from the Titans. I think it's dependent on him. But let me just read this Derek Henry uh, stat for you. The same His thing. props against the Texans <laughs> the past few years have been. Not, what are you saying? You just read. You just read. You, you said it. You, you said, said if CJ Stroud doesn't play, I guarantee a loss for the Texans or for the Titans. <laughs> you uh, said for the Texans. You basically said you know the same I mean? thing. Just if if Stroud yeah, plays, they win. If Stroud doesn't play, they lose. Yeah. But yeah. Derrick Henry in his last five games versus the Texans, you ready? <laughs> 23 carries, 126 yards, one touchdown. 32 carries for 219 and two touchdowns. 34 for 250 and two. 22 for 212 and two. 32 for 211 and three. So he demolishes the Houston Texans. His lowest rushing total, 126. Scoring in every game, most games being multiple touchdowns, except for one. Um, I mean, I'm going with Derrick Henry touchdown here. Maybe a yardage prop as well. It's going to be a terrible line for this week. I bet you we see it in the are low those, Are those lines a little skewed from a couple years ago? Like, I know they play twice a year. So how many games did you just name? His last five. Okay, so that's two and a half years, basically. Yeah. I don't know. Those are pretty Those are pretty average. Yeah, I mean, he's... I'm thinking, he's, like, back two and a half years ago, the Texans were terrible. Yeah, they were the last two years. But, I'm yeah. still, but still, I mean, the defense hasn't grown too, too much. More Stroud. In the offense. Yeah. I definitely think he gets in the end zone. I don't know about a two hundred yard game. That's no. obviously the hardest thing to call in the world, but I I, I probably think he'll probably go over his rushing prop. I don't know what it's set at. Uh, I think he's usually seventy eight, yeah. nine yeah, around that's there. Exactly what I was thinking. So I, I definitely like the uh, the rushing prop. I'm I'm probably gonna for sure take the touchdown. I wish I would have taken it uh Monday night, but yeah, so uh, not a great game. Uh, obviously either side there's a lot of unknown with Trout uh not really being for sure to play in this game. What's going on, everybody? Jesse from Hit the Books here. I want to tell you a little bit about Zencaster. We use Zencaster because it's the best solution for us to record our episodes each week with four of us in different locations. Coordination is hard, and Zencaster makes that easy. Like I said, it's so easy. It's now super easy to record a podcast with Zencaster. Just log in with your browser and start recording a high-quality podcast right away. Record studio-quality sound and up to 4K video with your guests. Feel a sense of zen knowing Zencaster's multi-layered backups. Ensure you always have your recordings in the highest quality 
even if the connection is unstable. Zencasters are all in one platform. If you've thought about podcasting before and realized that you need a lot of different tools and services, those days are over. Zencasters all in one podcasting platform. You can create a podcast all in one place and dist- distribute to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and other major destinations. If you're interested, go to Zencaster.com slash pricing. Use our code hit the books, and you'll get 30% off your first month of any Zencaster paid plan. I want you to have the same experience, easy experience we do with all our podcasting and content needs. It's time to share your story. Make sure to use our link in the description below or our offer code hit the books at Zencaster.com slash pricing for 30% off your first month of any Zencaster paid plan. Uh, we'll move over to another divisional game where we have the New York Jets heading to Miami to take on the Dolphins. Dolphins are an eight and a half point favorite in this game, a minus 430 on the money line. Jets plus 340 on uh, the over unders at 37 and a half. Jets look like obviously a whole different team last week, beating the Texans on their in MetLife. Zach Wilson back under center. They put up 30 points. They only gave up so many. The defense is, is the defense for the Jets. They've been great all year. Um, Ace, we'll start off with you this one, and then you can hand it back off over to me. Which way are you going on this one, Jets, Dolph? Yeah, I just wanted to refresh everybody's memory the last time they met. So they they crushed every prop. They they covered the big spread. This was the game me but, and you just went off. <laughs> yeah, but Huff, I mean, you got saved by one of the craziest scenarios we're ever going to see. That was actually a very tight football game until that interception, interception, pick six to cover for you. I mean, it was without was Tim Boyle. You can argue that if it was anybody other than Tim Boyle in the way Zach Wilson played last week, I think the Jets have a chance to cover this game. I think that Tua Tagovailoa is going to struggle. Tyreek Hill is limited. He's questionable for this week, too, because they might want to rest him. Um, I, I want to so see what he can Raheem do without Moser. him here. He looked like a weak game manager. I know Mostert's been great. I still think the Dolphins win this one either way, but I think that the Jets cover the spread um, this week. I think that's a low-scoring game. I think Tua struggles to put points on the board. I'm going to say Jets win this one maybe like 24 to 13 at best. I mean, Miami. Three. Yeah, I mean, Miami wins this one 24-13. That's the most I see them putting up. But I really see sub-20 for both teams, but the Dolphins still winning. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually right there with you. Actually, how if you wanted to go on this one. Yeah, I, I, it doesn't really matter. You can go ahead if you want to. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I think this is a good spot for the Jets to at least cover. It's a divisional game. I think the Jets defense is playing great against even um, phenomenal offenses. And like you said, Tyreek Hill is going to be limited this week. Um, they want to really rest him as the season kind of gets towards the playoffs. Um, Raheem Mostert could be out. So you could see a limited Miami Dolphins offense here. Um, with that being said, I think that they get the job done. I don't think they drop two straight to, to um, non-playoff teams. I think, I think they need to get this job done. But I could see them definitely putting up under like 24 points. Jets keeping it close. Um, and the eight and a half, it's a lot here, I think. So I'm going to go with the Jets plus eight and a half. See, I kind of like the Dolphins at the points. I think the Dolphins get back home, get right at home. They destroy bad teams. Uh, you can say the Jets aren't that great of a team, and the defense is what it is. I just said that. They've been not allowing points all year. Uh, obviously, no, like you said, Tyree Kill questionable. I'm actually hoping he doesn't play in this game because uh, he's my number one fantasy receiver. I'd love to have him next week when I get out of this bye week. I like the Dolphins here. I, I think this line is going to move a little bit. You might be able to get the Dolphins minus eight, minus seven and a half. I think that is a little bit too many points for this Jets team, but I'm on the Dolphins here to cover the number. Uh, they they went three and zero for me last time against this team. I know it's a different quarterback. Not too much uh, more scared of more any scared of him. I should say than uh, Tim Boyle. At least right now they're playing with good. Uh, I guess you could say they have a good vibe over there in New York with what they've been uh, playing with. Coming off a win against a Texans team, I like the Dolphins here at home. Sunday one o'clock. This is a game where the good team just gets the win. Give me the Dolphins minus eight and a half. 
Hey, Hop, here's a question for you. I'm in the first round of the playoffs. I have two Tyrell going against the Jets with a limited, maybe even out Tyreek Hill. Would you start him this week, or should I play him for I'd either Kyler Murray? or who, uh, who would you play? Kyler Murray against the Niners? Don't like that. So I went out and grabbed Sam yeah. Howell against the Rams. Yeah, dude, like Sam Howell's a top 10 fantasy quarterback. Yeah, that's why I, I it's like up against a pretty weak defense. I'd probably do yeah, that. I mean, I, I don't trust him. That's what I have. I just would not trust any quarterback playing against Jets defense. Jets defense either. is actually. Dude, and then I have Kyler Murray, who's turning up too. San Francisco. It's like, all right, I'll go with Sam Howell. I can't believe he's out there. Yeah. In the playoffs. Yeah, that's a crazy tough. Spot. Those are some tough choices. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But tough. um, yeah, we'll get into this next game. Um, our is this our first interconference one? I haven't really been paying attention. No, the Jets or Broncos and uh, Lions. Where yep. I forgot yep. about that one on know. Saturday. Uh, so we have Justin Fields and the Chicago Bears heading to Cleveland to take on the Browns. Browns are a three point favorite in this one. Uh, minus one eighty on the money line. Bears plus one fifty two, and the over unders at thirty eight. Uh, all this Browns team has been doing is picking up wins. Joe Flacco's look really good. I know they didn't get the win in his uh, first game back uh, with the, against the Rams. That was a game where the Rams kind of offense was just clicking. Everything was going for them that day out there in SoFi. I like the Browns here to cover the number. I think they get the job done at home. Um, they did it last week to uh, Trevor Lawrence and the Jags. They were able to handle them on their home field. It was a pretty high-scoring game for the Browns. Uh, their defense gave up a lot of points, but that's Trevor Lawrence. I don't think Justin Fields is going to be able to replicate that same success. Give me the Browns to cover the number. I also like the under at home. Yeah, with Joe Flacco running this offense right now, I really don't see this them, uh, this Bears team at least stifling this Browns team. Um, Browns defense, I'm giving them the edge. I mean, their offense right now, I'm giving them the edge. Bears, Bears have won two straight. They're playing pretty good football. I, I don't really think they're a very good team. I think they're going to fall flat on their faces here. Um, I think this is just a good situation for the Browns to be in. They're at nine and five after this game, um, looking good for a playoff spot. I think this Browns team deserves a playoff spot. Top two defense in the league, in my opinion. Uh, I think just their defense enough will be able to get them a win um, this Sunday. Yeah, I, I I like all your guys' points there. Not much more to add on to it. It's the Browns defense is really what's winning the game, and then game managing Joe Flacco. I think the Bears come back down the earth, like Mackie said, even though they might be pesky in it. I think the Browns pull away late. I don't think Fields is able to get his thing going with the way that defense lines up. I think it's going to be a lot of struggling, a lot of turning the ball over, maybe some fumbles too. Maybe look at a defensive touchdown this game, honestly. But uh, I think the Browns stack another one. Joe Flacco, I'd be crazy if we can get him and the Ravens in the playoffs matching up. But uh, yeah, rolling with the Brownies here. All right, I think we're all in the Browns in that game. We will head to our next game where we have the Kansas City Chiefs heading up to New England to take on Aces Patriots. Chiefs coming to this game is an eight and a half point favorite, minus four hundred on the money line. Patriots plus one or plus three fifteen on the money line. On uh, the over under is at an even thirty seven. Uh, this is a tough game. Uh, obviously, we've seen Belichick go against Mahomes throughout his career. He's usually ace. Correct me if I'm wrong. He's kind of had his number a couple of times, at least when he had Brady. I know that's a whole different story, but I kind of like the Patriots here. I'm not going to bet it. Absolutely not going to bet it. Too big of a number. Chiefs don't cover spreads. I'm not on the Chiefs in this game. Um, I'm not going to really be betting this game at all just because it kind of is a tough matchup. I think the Patriots defense is able to keep this close. Yeah, I don't think so at all. I really don't. I think uh, it's a one o'clock game. I think the Chiefs get going. I'm high on the Chiefs all year long. I think that the Bailey Zap show, it just kind of showed the flaws that the Pittsburgh Steelers have. And Belichick's only beaten other good coaches this year. They have rivalries with maybe that's why he could beat Andy Reid if you're looking at it. But he's beaten the Jets, the Bills, and the Steelers, the three biggest rivals of the Patriots. So um, 
Yeah, I like the Chiefs here to get have their way. I don't think Zappi repeats his performance at all. Uh, I think it could be lower scoring. That might be something to look at. Maybe if anything, that's how they'll they'll hold them out. Maybe you get a Butker prop game. I think he definitely bangs through at least one and a half. Um, that could be a really good play to look at actually. But I think the Chiefs win this weekend. Like I said, I was on the Lions too. I think they separate themselves in that division. Too good of a team not to. That's why we have them in our top five in the power rankings. I don't think Patrick Mahomes loses the Bailey Zap in any chance in the world. I don't think there's a way Bailey Zap finds a way to cover a spread against Patrick Mahomes. So, yeah, that's my take on this one. Yeah, I think the Chiefs win this one by 30. I think this is a good spot for uh, Mahomes to get back on track. Travis Kelsey to get in the end zone a few times. Um, I'm, I'm looking at an alternate spread on this one. I just think that this is going to be one of the ugly ones where the Patriots, as we know, they've already given up in their season, but this is one where uh, the Chiefs really need, they're, they're playing for a lot right now. They're playing for a lot of confidence. They're not going to stop uh, running up that score if, they, if, they, if it gets up there. So um, give me the Chiefs here in a, in, a, in a murder rape. Two quick notes on this one, though. Um, first off, this is a historic game because it's the first ever game that's been flexed out of Monday Night Football, put into the 1 o'clock slot. That's why I love the Chiefs even more this week. But also, I think Pacheco should be back this week, and he's a big part of their offense, so hopefully they can get him reinserted. I just, uh, personally, I'm just not as scared as Kelsey as I was last year. I I, I don't know what it is. He just doesn't look at himself his the age, past couple of his weeks. His age is showing. Yeah, I'm just, I, he's not the same player he was last year, and you can't tell me he is. The past three weeks, I, he's I, been non-existent on that team. Yeah, but like only the past few weeks, like you weren't going to say, you would not have said this six weeks ago. No, yeah, because he was all over the fine, news dating Taylor Swift. I thought all no, year coming into really I thought all year coming 140 yards and a touchdown. The tight end decline, you have to be so physical of a position. You could just tell he's getting a little bit older. I think he's still fine. I He's going to get back to his ways, but. I just think, I mean, he's going through, through a rough slump right now. I mean, there's a lot going on in his life that he's that he's never had. I mean, all this media attention, it could be fucking with him a little, but I mean, I don't think he's really regressing like that just yet. I mean, six weeks ago, we were still saying he's, He's uh, the best best tight end in the league, and you know he's putting up those numbers. So he's going through a rough slump right now. But I, I wouldn't jump the gun on on a on a regression just yet. I don't th- put it this way. I don't think Travis Kelsey touchdown props and all this shit is auto bets anymore. Like they're they don't use him like that. He has three tight ends, Mahomes that like like uses Justin Watson, uses Kelsey. Clearly not near the end zone. They run the ball when they get down to the end zone. I and we saw last week Kelsey throws a fucking lateral to Kadarius Tony. It doesn't even count. I mean, I just I don't think Kelsey props are valuable as much anymore. He just doesn't look like the same player. And the odds are still the same, so there's no real worth on throwing on him. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I think he'll get back to his ways come playoff time, though. I will say that. All right, we will head into this next matchup where we have the Washington Commanders heading out to SoFi to take on the Rams. Rams coming to this matchup a 6.5-point favorite, minus 310 on the money line. Commanders plus 250 and the over under the highest one, one of the highest ones of the week, other than Mackey's Dallas Cowboys. The uh, over under of 50 and a half. It's a tough spot here. I think the Rams are fighting for a playoff spot, but I think I don't love the six and a half points. I usually like to take uh, that kind of underdog. I feel like it stays within a touchdown, but I don't know. I think the Rams win the game. Commanders cover. I don't like it. Don't know if I'm actually going to bet it. I just feel like the commanders kind of need this one. I, I know they're kind of like the, they, they're more playing spoiler to the Rams in this spot. Rams need this win. I think the Rams get the win, but I think Sam Howell and the commanders keep it close. Um, Mackie, which way are you going on this one? Uh, I mean, this this commander's team has been getting absolutely lit up. I mean, two straight losses by over 30 points. Um, I, I think that they're kind of just taking in their fate and they know that they're 
um, not playing for much anymore. I know they have a young quarterback still trying to prove a lot, so it's not like they're not out there trying. But um, I do think the Rams cover here. I think that they uh, just, you know, they just take care of business. They're in a tough situation, or they're in a tight situation in the playoff race. And you know, if it's a if it's if it's a four or five point game late in the game, they're not going to be running the ball to uh, try to like, kill clock. I think they're going to really be trying to put it down their throats and um, and throw it to the end zone and get a touchdown and, and try and which will be enough to cover this spread. Uh, I, I think it could be close throughout the game. I'm not saying it's the safest bet ever, but I do think the Rams cover the six and a half points. Yeah, what a crazy game because the Rams are right there in that playoff race too with their record. Um, I think they win this game. I think the over does hit. I think the commanders keep it pesky throughout, and it's a good fight. Sam Howell, one of the leaders in air yards in the season. Um, he has all those weapons on the outside too. But I think Puka Nakua, Cooper Cop, they really looked like two studs healthy once again. So Stafford's healthy too. McVay's going to win this game at home. I think the Rams are going to push those Vikings for the playoffs here. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I think the I think the Rams could be that team uh, that sneaks in that NFC race. Obviously, with Tough. a win this week, that helps them. Tough. We said it before the season. Everyone was sleeping on the Rams team. We said they could be right there in that playoff race. And, and, and it just there. absolutely, yeah, are. it just absolutely helped our take that they have a receiver Tough. that none of us had heard of. Oh, no, <laughs> so no, no, we, no, we, we knew about Puka Nakua and Kyron Williams, right? A beat you yeah, about yeah, Puka Nakua somehow. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, you knew about him. Yeah. What was yeah. I going to say? Though, I, I um, just Huff, your take about saying the Rams are the what we expect the Seahawks to be. I think that's the most accurate take of the year. Yeah, I I think a lot of people had faith in that Seahawks team to put up a fight in that division. They they have a tough matchup this week, obviously against a struggling Eagles team these past couple of weeks. But I think the Rams just silently are going to keep picking up wins, and this week's going to be one of them. I mean, the Rams and the Seahawks have the same exact record. Yeah, but that, but the, that's what I'm saying. This week, but I think the Rams, the Rams win, and up. I can see the Seahawks lose. Yeah, yeah, Rams are definitely trending in the right way, but I, I don't know. I mean, the Seahawks are who the Seahawks are supposed to be. Yeah, but after I don't know. I feel like different. I feel like people expected the Seahawks to have a little bit more wins. Like, what was their win total set at? Does yeah. anyone know that off the top of their head? Probably, probably eight and, and a half or nine and a half. half. You think it was that low? I feel like it was probably. I don't nine think half. it was. I don't think it was ten and a half. No, it was definitely. I was gonna say nine and, nine and a half. I'd say nine and a half. I yeah, I don't know. I, I, we'll get uh, and speaking of the NFC West, we have the two other teams of the in the NFC West in a four o'clock matchup. The San Francisco 49ers heading down to Arizona to take on the Cardinals. Coming in, uh, the 49ers are in this game are a 12 and a half point favorite, minus 800 on the money line, uh, with the Cardinals plus 560 in the over under at 47 and a half. Uh, the Cardinals are terrible. Give me the give me the 49ers to cover this number. Uh, I'll probably card this one. Uh, the, the Cardinals just don't really have much going for them. Uh, no, I like Kyler Murray. I think he struggles against this defense. Um, uh, yeah, I just kind of like the I like the 49ers in this spot. There's really not much else to say about it. They're the best team in the NFL going up against one of the worst. Uh, give me the 49ers to cover the number. Ace, go ahead. Yeah, you're right, Hoff. And the, the Niners have been covering big numbers all year, so I'm going to take them and do the same. But uh, someone think it's a divisional matchup and the cards are coming off a of bye. This could be a good spot because they know them a bit. I don't think so at all. This is Kyler Murray's toughest test of the season so far since he's came back. I don't think they do anything big here. Um, one of the worst defenses in the NFL, too. So McCaffrey props are going to go crazy this game. And we look at Purdy to keep trending towards um, his MVP season. I know you can call him a game manager or whatnot, but he's right up there with Dak. It's their race. So I think he has a big one here this week. And Debo really looking like him, his true self the past few weeks since that Eagles game. So, uh, yeah, I got the Niners all over him and everything this week. Yeah, I mean, I don't really have much to say about this game. I think it's going to be pretty shitty. Niners just get out of there with the win. Um, 
Cardinals aren't going to do much. I I like the minus twelve and a half too, but I'm not I'm not going to be playing that. All right, we will get into our last four thirty game of the week uh, on Sunday. We have Mackey's Dallas Cowboys heading up to Buffalo uh, to take on the hot Buffalo Bills, who've been playing pretty good football, like Ace said earlier on. Bills coming to this one as a one and a half point favorite, minus one thirty two on the money line. Cowboys plus one twelve. Over under at 50 and a half. Mackie, I'll let you start off on this one. Uh, which way are you going here? I think I know. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Cowboys. I'm also going to be in attendance at this game, boys. Um, I don't know if you knew that, but I will be no, in Buffalo fair. for this game. Um, I'm going to go with the Cowboys here. I think that, I mean, this team is just playing such good football. How are you going to make them underdogs? I don't care who they're playing. Bills are playing good football as well. But, I mean, they're not, they're not playing that good football. I mean, they lost to the Eagles two weeks ago. It was a very good game, very good performance. It was more, more vintage Bills, but they still lost the football game. Um, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna have the Cowboys get the job done. I know they're going on the road. They're complete. They're seven and zero at home, and they're two and two on the road or whatever it is. But um, this team's just playing way different than they were in the beginning of the season, where they dropped a few games in the road. Um, I think they get it done here. I think uh, it's a good spot for Dak Prescott to kind of light up this defense and and keep that ball rolling. Mackie, if you're not a Cowboys fan, is this line sketchy at all to you? Yeah, it's de- it's definitely sketchy. That's kind of why I'm uh sketched out about or yeah, why I'm sketched out about it. But um, I don't know. I'm still gonna take it. It's just, just like Ace taking those Bruins saying the Bruins should probably still get it. No, done. I, agree. I I definitely I definitely agree. I just think this is definitely the sketchiest line of the week. I think this is a must win game for the Bills. Uh, I I the Cowboys definitely can't afford to lose a game with how close they are to the Eagles. But I think I like the Bills in this spot. I think the Bills can come out and get a win here, a much needed win, coming off a hot game against the Chiefs. We, this was the stretch of the Bills schedule that we were all looking at, saying they could go two and four at best with the way they were playing. I think this is a huge home game, Saturday or Sunday afternoon. I don't think it's going to be easy, but I, I just think it's a weird line that's telling me to take the Bills here. I'm pissed that the Bills are are not underdogs here because I'm right there with you, Huff, and I'm a big advocate of these Cowboys. I think they're going to go. A little bit further than they do in the playoffs normally um, get to the second round this year. But I do not think they win this week. I had them last week on the card. I think the Bills get the job done. It's in Bills country, Bills mafia. And you know what? The, the over is going to be hit. Josh Allen's going to throw an interception. CeeDee Lamb's going to score a touchdown. But the Bills are going to win this game. It could even go to overtime. But I think the Bills are going to make the playoffs. And they're having big statement games back-to-back weeks over the Chiefs. And now at home over the Cowboys, that place is going to be rocking, Mackie. Are you wearing a Cowboys jersey there? Oh, come on. You know I'm wearing a Cowboys jersey there. All right. Be prepared. Be prepared. Good luck, buddy. Um, That's going to be a fun one. They don't care. I, I went up. They I went up. Yeah, they're not. They don't they're, care they're about like other that. fans. They just care about getting drunk. They're not going to. No, be it's mean. honestly crazy. Ace, I, when me and Jesse went there, we were walking around. No, dude, they're actually like not that bad. They're just like just not like fucked up. And they're just like time. you know what it's like. Like they're all like the nice Canadians. Like because yeah, they're yeah, all like it's dude. Me and Jesse are all neighboring people. Yeah, dude, me and Jesse are walking down the street in Buffalo going to this tailgate that we are going to. I'm wearing a Watt jersey, and Jesse's wearing a Steeler jersey, too. These four dudes pull down all these windows on this truck. I'm like, Jesse, they're about to fucking throw shit at us. Like, we should probably start, like, picking up our pace. <laughs> they literally go, boo, and just start fucking booing us. I'm like, that's the best you got is you're just going to fucking boo me? Like, are you kidding? Yeah. And then we, it was just, like, a little thing. I'm like, yeah, they, it's totally different. Like, they're really not that bad. You'll you'll be okay. That's a six stadium. I, well, I wasn't worried too. about it anyway. But. It feels like a uh, Orchard it feels like a college stadium there. Yeah, it feels like a college stadium. Yeah, I mean, um, it's definitely going to be a good game. It could, good Shoot situation out. for the Bills. Shoot I, think, out. I, think, 
I just think that if the Bills are going to win this game, it can't go over. No way. I mean, you're not going to keep pace with Dak Prescott and light up that defense. The only way well, I, I think like, the Bills have I feel like a they would lose winning. an under game because you guys have the defense. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, Bills are not going to pick apart that Dallas defense. If anything, Dak Prescott's not. Dallas is putting up points regardless, Mackie. Dallas is putting up twenty plus. And Dallas is winning. If that if Dallas's offense is moving like they usually do, then Dallas is winning this football game. Josh Allen turns the ball over so much as it is going up against a team that that makes offenses turn the ball over the, the most in the league. I mean, there's no chance that that if Dak Prescott is rolling in this game, then the Bills have any chance of winning the football game. I think. Um, it's going to be cold up in Buffalo. It's going to be one of those games. I think Dak could have a tough game, but then again, he's trying to make an MVP case right now, and he's playing best football he's ever played in his entire life. I think it's just a different year for him. I think he wins these games when which he normally loses. Yeah, the, it'll be a good one though, Mackie. I'll get to watch this one with Tony Romo on the call, but uh, definitely enjoy that one. All right, we will get into our Sunday night matchup of week 15. We do have the Baltimore Ravens heading to Jacksonville to take on the Jaguars. Ravens a three and a half point favorite in this one, minus 174 on the money line and the over-unders at 42 and a half. Um, Trevor Lawrence, we he's definitely playing in this game. I know he played that whole Browns game, so we we like to think he's another week healthy in this game. Just kind of check him with that in there. That was my take. I'm on the Jaguars here, plus the three and a half points. Primetime underdog, get the hook. Give me the field goal and a hook. Love the Jaguars, plus three and a half. In the primetime, home field, home dog, say whatever you want. Love the Jaguars here. They don't win the game. Ravens win the game. Jaguars cover. I'm taking the Ravens minus three, buying that half point. Um, I think they're going to finish with the best record in the NFL. And, uh, yeah, they're going to – Trevor Lawrence to have a tough day once again. Play the Browns defense. Actually put up some points after that injury. Surprised he even was active. But, um, yeah, the, the Ravens in the primetime have been, have been great. They've been great all year long, coming off of a huge victory last week against the Rams, being a bit tighter than Mackie would have liked. But uh, there's a reason good teams win tight games. Uh, I like the Ravens here. I think it'll be a lower-scoring game than we expect with two strong defenses. The Lamar, Jackson, the Lamar Jackson will be the difference maker. I bet you he finds the end zone on Sunday Night Football, too. So look for that again on my card. Yeah, Hoff, I'm with you on this one. I think the Ravens can probably get the job done, but it's one of those games, Sunday Night Football, I think it falls in between three and a half points. I think it's going to be a really good football game, one of those vintage uh, two top teams in the AFC. You're going to see a good game from Lamar Jackson, but it is going to be a defensive game. So um, I think they both teams keep it close. You're going to see a big, uh, you're going to see a, a vintage drive from Lamar Jackson that kind of puts them over the top here. But um, I, I think uh, I think the Jags keep it close and cover the spread. Um, it's tough that we Barring all took Trevor. the Ravens, dude, because this is a big spot for the Jaguars. They've been slipping a bit. I know they've had injuries and whatnot, but their their record's falling. I mean, they could easily win this football game. Don't I'm taking the points. I, I'd be happy they win the game. I, I mean, I'm just taking the points. I, I don't actually points, like. Bet, I'm not betting is, the Ravens to win the game. I think just give me the points at home in the prime time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The great play. I think it's a great play here. The three and a half. All right, we will jump over to our Monday night matchup where we have the Philadelphia Eagles heading out to Seattle to take on the Seahawks. Eagles coming into this game as a three and a half point favorite, minus 196 on the money line, uh, and the over unders at 47 and a half. I'm on the Eagles here. I like the number, the three and a half. I think they covered this number on Monday night football. I know I kind of just said the exact opposite with the uh, three and a half point underdog at home in the prime time, the whole thing. I think the Jaguars are a much better team than the Seahawks are. And I also think the Eagles can't lose another game. This is a must-win game for them. They're going to look really good in this game, I think. At least that's what I'm anticipating. A lot of running uh, for this Eagles team, which could make it tough to cover this spread, as that's kind of like 
what they want to do kind of eats up clock. Give me the Eagles to cover this number. Seahawks, Seahawks haven't looked the same the past couple of weeks. Uh, not much, not much using of Kenneth Walker and things like that. I know he was injured, but he was most of the reason I was betting on the Seahawks early on this year. Can't take the Seahawks in this spot, even though they're home in Monday night football. Eagles, Eagles, Eagles. Mackie, where are you going? Yeah, dude, give me the Seahawks on the money line. You know, the last five Monday night football football games, the underdog has won. I'm going to go with it again. You know what? Eagles are playing terrible football. Two got blown out twice to the other NFC, to, to the other two top NFC teams. Um, Jalen Hurts does not look like he's playing good football at all. And that defense isn't really doing their, their job either. Um, I'm going to go with the Seahawks here at home. It's a tough place to play. It's Monday night football. Um, I think the four points is safe, but I'm just going to be bold and, and take the money line. Eagles are sliding here. They don't have all the confidence in the world. They're still a top three team in the league. I just think, you know, one of the, uh, this could, they're, they're just going through a tough slate slate right now. You saw the Niners hit a three game skid as well. Still the best team in the league. They go, teams go through skids. I think this is a tough spot for them. Um, I'm going to go with the Seahawks on the money line. Yeah, I'm, I'm against your man. I'm going to yeah, go. Think... Uh, what did you say? What were you saying? I was just saying it's it's definitely a biased play, but I'm I'm uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to convince myself that it's not. Yeah, I mean the Eagles are getting right back into shape this week, Mackie. I'm with Huff. Um, Eagles, Eagles, Eagles. The offense has a great spot against a very vulnerable Seahawks defense. Who the hell is playing quarterback for the Seahawks? Is it Drew Locke? Is it Geno Smith? I don't even know, but I know that they're splitting carries with a lot of banged up players. Um, DK Metcalf will probably get his, but look for AJ Brown, Jalen Hurts to have huge games. Goddard was back last week. He's going to be more inserted into the offense. Swift will get going. On I, that's that's going to be a touchdown pick for me this week. Is Goddard. Goddard? Yeah, he should. I thought he was yeah. going to get one last week, but he just came back off the injury, so it makes sense in a tougher spot. I think he definitely gets in this week too, Huff. I think Jalen Hurts yep. gets in too after being stymied on the uh, push push a bit. Um, the Eagles' offense is not going to roll this week. They are though. They really are They're though. Not. They they have no they have no momentum right now. They have nothing going. I I don't I don't. You know what they said, You know what though, Mackie? They're they're the second best realistically. Like coming they're like probably the third best team in the NFL. I know the Cowboys are a better team than them, but like you count playoffs and all that into it. Coming down the stretch, everybody thinks the Eagles are going to be right there, and they probably will be. So I'm going to take them to get right this week. I really do think so. I don't see them falling flat on their face. Great teams know how to do things at the right time, in the prime time. Sirianni, Hurts, Brown, give me all of them. I agree. Mac, he's just trying to talk himself into Cowboys getting an underdog win and the Eagles losing as a heavy favorite to take another lead in the division. I've never fresh, I've though. never seen I've never seen a Cowboys Eagles game like that. I've never seen total dominance from the Cowboys. I've seen it from the other side um from from what these teams have seen, from what these teams have played. That was total dominance. The Cowboys are the way better team. Um, I just don't think that Eagles team is even like. So that you're good praying. Right you're praying the Eagles have to go back to Dallas. Yeah, hundred percent. Why would I not rather? I think. Seven I think Dallas. I, yeah, I was gonna say. I think Dallas is uh, like not not even arguably. It's the hardest place to play in the league this year. Yeah, it is. I think that's our only. That's that's our only path to a, to a Super Bowl. Yeah, too, so you need the Eagles to slip up, and you need to take care of business. Asking a lot. I'm sticking with game by Listen, game. I think the, I, I like I the, think Eagles. the Eagles. I think the Eagles can drop a game to the Giants as well, to be honest. But we'll get into that. They play them twice in three weeks. Listen. Man. All right. Well, that's that's interesting, though. I didn't know that. But they're not losing. The All game. right. That's that's going to do it for our Week 15 slate. Uh, we got through that pretty quickly. A lot of games this week. Make sure you're staying tuned uh, to the social media to see what we're going with in the uh, NFL 
Obviously, like we said, games on Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday this week. So a full weekend of the NFL. Uh, make sure you stay in tune to the social media to get those plays and go if you want to ride with what we're going with. Um, we kind of already went through what we think uh, for the AFC and the NFC playoff picture, the teams that we think are going to sneak in. Uh, so we can jump right over to our NHL power rankings for this week. Uh, get in a little hockey talk. We will start with our power rankings, like I said. Uh, the Florida Panthers coming in this week at number five. Vancouver Canucks at four. Aces Bruins at three. Mackey's Rangers at two. And the Vegas Golden Knights retaking over that number one spot out there in the West uh, with the most points in the NHL. They secure that number one spot. Um, I'll let you guys kind of take it. Obviously, Ranger. I just combined both your team's names. Two different the Rangers. Ones. The Rangers. They'd be disgusting. The Rangers and They'd the Bruins. They'd be disgusting. The North <laughs> Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> it rolled Obviously, both your teams have been I'll in that number that. one spot this year. What do you think uh, with your teams kind of starting to slide? Not slide. Uh, obviously, you want to see any any anytime you see your team in the top five, you like that. But um, what do you think, Ace? Obviously, your Bruins—they've been sliding the past couple of games. You think they're going to be okay? What are we thinking up there in Boston? Yeah, I mean they won. They've won four, three of their last four, so they're they're back in shape, which is good to see. Um, I don't really want to spend too much time talking about the Rangers, the Bruins, or the Knights. We do it. We toot their horns a lot. They're top three. They can move a little three. bit. They're, yeah, they are top three. Yeah. Well, I, I really want to touch on some of those other teams. I like looking at the bubble. Um, we got the Canucks kind of entrenching themselves in that four spot. Who do we have at five this week, Mackie? Florida. So they're right there. I know the Avs are right there. I threw them in the mix. Um, the Kings are hovering there. Uh, who's a few? Dallas Kings, Stars. Yeah. Dallas Stars. There are there are like seven teams that can fit in that final in those final two spots. You could put a lot of people there. The Hurricanes are another one. I mean, there's a lot of good teams playing no. good hockey right now. Um, I think they'll be there towards the end, is what I'm saying. Yeah, definitely. Um, but they're playing terrible right now. What about the What about the Leafs? Like, Leafs are playing very good hockey as well. They could They could be in that conversation. I think the Kings are definitely the um supposed to. Be. I mean, they dropped they dropped two in a row to the Islanders and the Rangers. But it's tough to come over and. In New York and play two two games, but um, I think they're definitely a top five team in the league. That Kings team is really damn good. Yeah, I'm watching the um another two pair of teams. I already mentioned them, but the Dallas Stars and the Colorado Avalanche outside of the top five. Those are my two Western Conference f- picks to come out. Um, two of the strongest teams in the league. They're not they're not in our top five, but definitely be on the watch for them because they're right there. Absolutely. Yeah, that is our top five of our power rankings for the NHL each. Uh, we do these each week, so make sure you're staying tuned to the social media to get those. Uh, not much else going on in the NHL world. Definitely going to dive more into the NHL as we get closer to uh, obviously the all-star break coming up right after Christmas. And then uh, as we get closer to playoffs, we always dive more into the NHL picture. But uh, NBA has been kind of front and center with this in-season tournament this past couple of weeks. Everyone's been talking about it, how much of a success it was. Um, we saw the Lakers bring it home and take home the first annual in-season tournament uh, with a 123-109 win over the Pacers. Pacers were hot coming into that game. Uh, Islanders just scored first. Let's fucking go. Was it? Um, uh, who the fuck is number two? Was defenseman. Uh, fuck. Um, who's, what's this guy's name? What's this guy's name? Which e. guy? Riley. Uh, they're reviewing it. God, it better be a fucking goal. Ah, uh, no, review I'm, it. I'm on the Habs tonight. No, I'm talking about the Islanders. Oh, I the said Islanders. Islanders. Uh, you're watching the Islanders game over the Pens game? Yeah, Penguins are, too, were down 2 nothing, and I have Islanders to score first, so I turn this on. I got the Islanders. Nope, I need, it to be, I need it to be Brock Nelson. It's not. 
Well, it's going to get taken back, Hoff. Uh, I don't know if it's getting taken back. Silverberg pushed him into the goalie. Huff, by the way, it's three one half. But all right, let's we'll jump back in. We'll jump back into this uh into the NBA. Obviously, like I said, Lakers take home the in season tournament. I think we all called that. I was hyped to see that. I had them in that game uh to cover the number. So they did that for me. I had them in a nice parlay as a last leg. Big to see LeBron get it done. You see all the quotes. Everyone's saying LeBron said he was talking to all the rookies, saying, you know, I got your back. We'll get this Alex done for you fudge. guys. Well, yeah, no, Mac- it's, because it, it's because uh, players that are like on uh, dual rosters, like the G League oh, roster and the NBA, they don't—they're not like guaranteed it. So that's why he was saying, "I got you." Like you're gonna—I'm gonna make sure you guys get paid as well. Oh, that's it pretty sweet. Yeah, it, it wasn't like him like being like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go win this for you guys." Well, yeah, Mickey gets he, another meaningless stat to throw up against. <laughs> Who Michael the fuck Jordan. is Alex Fudge? Let me ask you that. Tell me what college you went to. I'll give you five hundred dollars. Uh, I bet it's a school that we bet. I bet it's a school we bet on last year. I'm not saying that's a general thing, but I guarantee it's a school we fucking bet on a lot. Actually, all right, I'm looking it up. Yes, look it up. Went to LSU. Tell me the conference. LSU. All right, is that it? In Florida. Oh, he played at Florida last. Never heard of him. No. All right, and uh, we'll jump into our NBA power rankings. So staying in the NBA, we have, for the first time this year, finally showing some respect to the Orlando Magic, sliding into this top five, consistently playing good basketball up there in the top of the East. Philly at number four, Minnesota Timberwolves at three, the only Western Conference team in our top five. Uh, And then the Milwaukee Bucks at two, and Aces Boston Celtics sitting up there at the one seed. Uh, this is a pretty solid list. I was happy to see the Magic finally get in there. That's a team I've been rooting for this year. Just a young team. The Wagner brothers and Bancaro have been going off for them down there in Orlando. Feeling Fun strong. young team to watch. So um, I like to see the Magic in there. Philly, obviously, they're getting a, they're going to get a win tonight against Detroit. Everyone does that. Uh, Minnesota. Th- let's talk about the let's talk about the Timberwolves silently just staying in there in this picture, staying up there good. at the top of the West. Yeah, dude, Edwards is elite, if not one of the one of the best players in the West right now. He's been playing a hell of a good basketball. Minnesota continues to pick up these wins. I, I'm impressed with what I've seen from this Timberwolves team. After Mackey, before the season, we were talking, are they going to trade Carl Anthony Towns to the Knicks? Are they going to trade him here, there? They end up keeping him, and it's been a great fit up there in Minnesota. Um, I, how far do you think this team can go? Is this a true contender? No. I, I, I think that this team is a lot... What? No goal? <laughs> Let's go. Riley um, I think that this team is a lot like that Grizzlies team from last year. I think that they're, that they're very good. They have a lot of promise, but they're just, they're just too young right now. They're led by Anthony Edwards. Anthony Edwards is the reason that they're playing so well. It's the reason that their record is what it is. Um, don't get me wrong. I think he has potential to be a top, 10 pl- top five player in the league in the next three, four years. Probably, probably even sooner than that, but... Um, He's too young right now. He's too inexperienced. He's never even been in the scenario. I think he's got, they're going to kind of fall short when it comes to the playoff time, but I think that they can finish in the top three, four seed and uh, definitely just keep building around this team, building around these, these young stars. Anthony Edwards can really be a top player in this league. I have a lot of faith in him. I really like him. Um, I think that he should, uh, they, they should really build around him for the years to come because this team can definitely be competitors for the next few years. Yeah, you're not wrong. Um, one team I, I'm waiting to respect, though, we respect the Orlando Magic, the Oklahoma City Thunder, the Chet Holmgren All-Star. Uh, he's going to make the All-Star game this year. Um, I saw some early looks at those. I don't know if you guys caught those coming out. But uh, that team It's really- all shy, though. I mean, it's not all shy. Don't get me wrong. But it is It is Holmgren's shy. Good, Goes to Alexander. He's very good. No, he's a huge asset to that team. It's, 
it's all role players on that team that are just all buying in, but it's all surrounded by Shy. I mean, that guy's yeah. playing absolutely ridiculous ball. Um, the Nuggets falling I, out of our top five, huh? Yeah, they're still not a team I would want to see right now. Um, no Suns yet, Mackie? So. I know you wanted no, to respect right the there. Lakers I mean, for the in-season they, tournament, too. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta throw them Laker, in. Laker, uh, yeah, Lakers, Lakers before Phoenix, and personally, I, I think Denver just slipped at the wrong time. Uh, Dallas is right there. There's the West is soaked. Obviously, both kind of conferences. I guess the word I'm looking for, are pretty tight. But I mean, in my opinion, those four teams that we have there in the East are better than the the top two, three, and four in the West right now. Yeah, I, I agree. What about with those you too? Warriors kind of falling apart over there, sitting at a t- 11 or 12 seed in the West right now. You guys think they can turn it around? You guys no, are going to get into I the play-in tournament. They're going to get into the play-in tournament. I, and they'll win there. I, I think that they'll either sit at like as a six seed or they'll be a seven or eight in the play-in, and they'll they'll find their way into the playoffs. But they're definitely not doing it, making any. They're going to backdoor their way in. One team that's playing yeah. great and Kyrie's out right now is the Dallas Mavericks. They continue to stick around our power rankings. Do you guys think Tyrese Halliburton and the Pacers ever ever sniff the top five? Uh, I think that tournament kind of built up a little bit of hype for them. I think tonight they're in a pretty tough spot. Uh, to Halliburton doing the damn time uh, watch point. I think that could bite him in the ass tonight in Milwaukee. I think Milwaukee <laughs> kind of little brothers them and gets their revenge. Obviously, Milwaukee's 0-2 against the Pacers this year, I think. Uh, and then Tal- Halliburton does the, the fucking damn time celebration. Uh, I don't know. I like the Bucks tonight, but uh, the Pacers obviously a good young team. I, I I think they'll stick around right there in that middle of the pack of the East. I just think those top three or top three or four teams are pretty legit. Yeah, a lot of good news out of the basketball world. Uh, a lot of teams heating up. Like they're fringe top five. They're fringe top five in the East. You know what I mean? Like, so I don't know how if we can just immediately throw that yeah, over like Denver. Like there's De- Denver, L.A. Like all those teams we just named out West. I, I'm more comfortable throwing them in there than the Pacers right now. I like the Pacers. But I, I do think, think the gonna, Pacers. Yeah, I do think the Pacers I, are a good team. But um, you think top like six said, in the East this year, Huff? You think they, they get in before the end season tournament? Yeah, yeah, I could see I that. Think they, I think they do. I, I definitely yeah. do. I don't see any of these teams that are in the playing tournament right now: Miami, Brooklyn, Miami, Cleveland, Atlanta. I don't think Miami's going to get out of it. I don't think Miami's that good. I think they're just kind of going. I don't think Miami's that good either. Yeah, you don't want to see them down the stretch though. Dude, I kind of think Orlando. Like, I think it's. I mean, I think Orlando keeps up. I think they could secure a top six spot. I know it's going kind of bias off a sixteen and seven start. They're playing good basketball. They're a young team. They're only going to get better. Um, the the one team I look to slide out of there maybe would be the Pacers or the Knicks and go slide into that NC or the the playing tournament. But um, yeah, I don't know. I think the Pacers. I think the top six truly could stay as is for the East. I think the Magic definitely follow it. I don't think they finish in the top two or three. Yeah, I'm not. Five, I'm not right? saying. Not saying top four. I think the Magic will get a. Will get secure a playoff spot. Five or six. Yeah. 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 I think that they're 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 good enough. I mean, you can easily see growing pains with a team like this, though, and they can go into six game losing streak or something, and then they're sitting in the end season playing tournament, trying to get back into the top six. But you don't want to be in a situation where you're you're crawling from behind again. But um, Absolutely. I like this Magic team. I think they're young. I think they're they're playing really good basketball right now, and they can keep it up. Uh, I don't see them making any noise in the playoffs with those powerhouses in the East, but um, they they can uh, they can definitely build some build on something down there. Yeah, they're a f- they're a fun team to watch too. So I definitely th- I like rooting for them. So uh, good to see the Magic having a good year. We'll jump real quick over to the world of college football, where bowl season gets started up this weekend. Uh, we have a seven game college football slate this Saturday, uh, with bowl games basically every day up until the rest of December, which is uh, getting into bowl game season, which is always good, but. 
Uh, make sure you're staying tuned to the social media, see what games of those we're going to be betting on. Saturday, I was looking at the slate a little bit. Nothing I really love. A lot of the bull games that I am starting to like look at as I like, they're like the random fucking Tuesday night or a random Thursday night game. So uh, make sure you're staying tuned to get the uh, college football plays that we're going with throughout bowl season and up through the college football playoff. Um, and then in the world of college basketball, we had Bronny James officially make his long-awaited debut for USC. Uh, and despite falling short in the matchup to Long Beach State, um, Mackie, I'll ask you this. Ace isn't here, obviously. Uh, do you think USC is going to make some noise in the Pac-12 this year? Currently sitting at 5-4, and four, not in conference play. Uh, do you have any faith, faith in this USC team to jump, make some noise in the Pac-12? No, not really. I don't really like this USC team. I think they have a lot of hype around just because Brian James is there. I think Brian James has a lot of work to do before he can uh, even really make any noise over there. We saw a lot of uh, instabilities. I don't know if you watched that game, but is he? Well, let me ask you this: Is he only coming off the bench because of his heart problem? I'm assuming. Yeah, they gotta they gotta okay. like gel him back into it. But I yeah. don't know, dude. I, I, I was like, is it? If- I was like, if, is this the plan with him? Like, you have the most hyped up player. Like, all the everyone's there to see him. He comes off the bench. It's like, no, I'm assuming that's why they got to kind of gel, like, kind of gradually. They don't want him playing. They don't want him playing 32 minutes the first night. Right. Yeah, right. But I mean, they still have like a, Isaiah Collier. He's playing pretty good basketball. I just don't think they have enough around him. Not enough role players in that team to uh, really make noise. They could sit maybe around the top 25, but I mean, I don't think they're as bad as five and four losing to Long Beach State. I think that's a terrible loss, but. Um, I don't think this team makes any noise. Yeah, I, I, I tend to agree. We'll have to see kind of like when he's in full, you know what I mean, shape, what he looks like. I can't. I don't want to bias anything based off of that first game. Draymond uh, Green. Back. Sorry, were you done? Uh, no, I, I was kind of ending there. I was just saying I don't want to judge anything on him coming back from a basically a heart attack or whatever right, he had. Right. Draymond Green suspended indefinitely. <laughs> they have to sit down and talk about it. Yeah. Dude, did you hear what he said in his fucking press conference? We'll jump back into the NBA real quick. I kind of forgot to throw that in there. I saw he was like, yeah, I, I had to apologize to him or something. He was. He said, I forget how he said it. He said it was a mistake or an act, like an accident or something like that. It's like, dude, you fucking clearly threw your arm like a forehand at his neck. I don't know. It's what- like. I don't know what he does. I mean, I there's no way like he can be doing this on purpose, right? Did you see the, the best the best clip is he did it right in front of the Warriors bench. Did you see the Warriors bench reaction when he what did, did it? Dude, throw their arms. They all were like, "Dude, are you fucking kidding me?" <laughs> like they all were like, "Again?" You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, they yeah, knew yeah, he yeah. was in the wrong immediately. Right. I mean, he's just so fucking like like Calm down, bro. Stop throwing yourself everywhere. Maybe you wouldn't be dude. swinging and kicking people all the time. Yeah, dude, stop punching twenty two year olds, bro. Like. Fucking you're 38. Yeah. Just retire. He sh- like I go saw start say, your podcast. <laughs> yeah, dude. Just you're go done, do the bro. podcast. You, got you your have ring. four rings. Like get the guys fuck are, out of the league. These guys are greedy, man. Him and Clay both want their fifth. Steph's like over here, his back's hurting with these guys. Fucking trying to. They're like hoping the Steph can carry him the one more. Like, like one yeah. more, Steph. We got. We need one more. <laughs> one for the thumb, Steph. We got this. <laughs> he's like, he's like, help me. <laughs> he's like what did we pay you dumbasses for you to fucking sit on the bench and be suspended indefinitely and clay thompson can't and fucking hit a three and clay to just sit there now. and talk about his four rings that he already won yeah <laughs> all he does yeah. point of the rings to the suns it's like yeah dude, all that he was does. It's like, dude okay we get it it's impressive but go win another like damn you're still in the league yeah seriously uh, but yeah, we've kind of forgot to jump into that. And then obviously Ace, I see you threw this in here. I forgot to throw this in here. Obviously Shohei, Shohei Otani signs with the Dodgers, 700 something million, crazy contract. Um, what do we Two think? Dodgers, per year. The, the, what'd you say? 2 million per year. 
That's what he's doing. You didn't know that? No. Oh, for the rest of his he's life. He's taking $2 million per year for the next, like, 10 years. And then he's doing, like, $68 million a year for the, for the years after that. So the Dodgers have a lot of space to still spend, still spend money right now. But in so they're just years, fucked like 15 years from now. In 10 years, they are gonna, they're going to have no money to spend because $68 million a year is going to Shohei Otani. There's no cap, though. So like, You're right. You're right. But they have so much extra money right now because like, they, basically, they basically just signed Shohei for $20 million for 10 years. So, so we're going to be like... We're gonna be like forty years old, and Otani's gonna be the next like Bobby Bonilla Bobby every Bonilla every July first. Yeah, except Bobby getting Bonilla, a million, Otani gets seventy. Bobby Bonilla makes one point seven million dollars from the Mets every year. Chile's gonna be making sixty eight million per year. I'd take that one point seven. <laughs> sounds oh, good don't get game. me wrong. Yeah, but it's not. It is not the same thing. <laughs> you Just know what's crazy? He has, he has, he's got a pretty crazy opt out clause too. He can only opt out if certain executives leave the team. Yeah, really? You signed a seven hundred million dollar deal. You better. Yeah, like it, it, you, I'll do whatever you say. You better suck my dick if you if you if I ask. Go. Fuck. There was Nelson on a breakaway. Mac. He fucking sucks. Still one. Right. Or it's still zero zero. Yeah, I think that's gonna do it. Does anyone else have anything else they want to jump into? Damn. Who the hell is Morgan Geeky? Is that his first name? Yeah, Morgan Geeky yeah. from the Seattle Crack, and we picked him up this year in the offseason. He just talked I one. took Brad Marchand first. Like, first goal scorer? Yeah, I did a three-leg $1 to win 1000 <laughs> Those never hit, you know? What the, I don't know why. They never That's hit. That's a cool bet, though. <laughs> they never <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, I think that's going to be it. Um, make sure you stay in tune to social media. Like I said, full weekend in the NFL, a lot of NHL going on, NBA, uh, a lot going on in the sports world right now. I'm not going to want to miss any plays that we're going with. I've been doing pretty good in the world of college basketball. I have two plays going tonight as well. Um, other than that, that's going to do it for me. Make sure you like, follow, share, subscribe, the whole nine yards, wherever we're at. Uh, we appreciate it. And make sure you're tuning in for the week 15 live stream this Sunday morning. Obviously, you're going to miss out on that uh, thir- on that Saturday slate, but uh, we're going to get into five games for Sunday and as well as the Sunday night football matchup in our mortal locks per usual. Um, but that's going to do it for me this week. Thanks for listening. We'll see you guys next week for week 16. Like Mackie said, season is flying. Told you guys. I told you it was going to fly. <laughs>